0: And hey, good morning to you. Happy Tuesday. Bruce Judy and Cheese. It's a little moist out there. Gonna point that out. Uh be careful driving in. Just gonna th- you know, leave yourself a little extra room when you're driving on uh, on the road. It takes a little longer to take it from the race car driver. Yeah. It hurts to hit things hard <laughs> and fast. It does. It's,
1: it's a little slippery. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So but a little bit down here as well in downtown, uh, Nick. It uh, honestly, when I walked out this morning, it looks like a bit of a horror film, and uh, I was, uh, yeah, nice. I'm like, I don't need to see this. This is,
1: I Jack already the had,
0: Ripper stuff, I'm like right? looking around corners. <laughs> I gotta. Yeah.
1: I live across the street from a park, and I'm always positive I see a werewolf. Okay, so there <laughs> you know, was a werewolf I see, sighting. I see as their well. beady little light eyes their and I'm beady, beady like, little okay, eyes. Hey, I'm just gonna drive right by.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to go into the traffic report, yeah. by the way, and a yeah. werewolf yeah. sighting. Right.
1: <laughs> well, and until the fog lifts, they're out there. I'm they just are.
0: I'm just, yeah, they're, no, they they are real and live amongst us. Um, yesterday, uh, Chicago's top cop—I do like that you guys call him the top cop, um, Superintendent Brown—was in Washington D.C. at the White House as part of a group. To to, I don't want to build it up too much. There were others there. He didn't have a private meeting, okay? But it was a, a get together of, um, officials from, from some major cities around the United States, law enforcement from around the states, um, discussing the increase in crime, uh, the issue of violence that's going on. And Chicago was represented by Superintendent Brown, um, With the idea being what, and this is a question that I have, a real question. What can the federal government do to fundamentally change the situation on the ground in Chicago? What, what, what can they do? We have a police force, you know, we have a, like, what do you want the federal government to do? Because I don't necessarily think it's the federal government's job to stop street crime in Austin. You know, it shouldn't I, be. Yeah, not, that's not what they do. Yeah, we have a
1: well, uh, but they have a lot more resources. There are things that can the do thing. to help. What? Well, they have you know the ATF, the FBI. They have money. They can they these strike forces they talked about. I mean, certainly, but I totally agree with you that it's going to help. It's not going to solve the problem. Yeah, they can come in and help and boost it, but you got to have boots on the ground, right? You got to go where it's happening.
0: Mayor Lightfoot. Reacted and maybe gave us an insight into some of that. All right. So having these, uh, federal, and that would agencies just be for the gun. That would be
1: strictly for the guns, right? They, they're not going to arrest people. Uh, I mean, on the streets. They're not, their job is going to be on the federal level with the gun issue. Probably,
0: probably, well, you say that, but I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, the DEA could be, obviously be involved in, in the drug right. aspect of it, if you will. Um, the FBI looking at different federal crimes, people transporting things across state lines. Like, I feel like, I, I, I feel like but we're I beyond think they're the- doing that already. That's my point. Mm-hmm. I, I look at it and go, well, what did you, what is, do you think the FBI is just sitting around with their feet up on their desk? Like, I think they're, they're working on these things. You know, yeah. this is what they do. Um, Superintendent Brown talked as well. Uh, I would agree. Does anybody disagree with that? That is actually a, 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 let's not talk about you know we need to talk about a program that's going to we we don't need a program. Okay? We we have a an issue right now. Okay? We're going to find out what that means. Where does the rubber meet the road when it comes to the federal government attempting to help not just Chicago uh, but that's one we come about, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, because as we know we're not the worst. You're not even in terms close not
0: even close, uh, which, again, I, I realize that doesn't fit a narrative for some people, but we're not. I mean, numbers are numbers, stats are stats. They are what they are. Um, there are much more dangerous cities in the United States. Um, it just doesn't feel like that. Yeah. And and I think the reality is, well, perception is reality. I guess you would say if people feel that we're a uniquely unsafe city, then we are. Yeah, I mean, good luck. You know, uh, uh, facts aren't going to sway people who uh, are afraid to drive down the street or walk across uh, the street. President Biden spoke after this meeting as well. So back to the illegal. Yeah, the illegal gun trafficking. uh, You know, we get back to and I I just, you know, I don't say this uh, as a defeatist, uh, but just more as a reality. There are. Couple hundred million guns already out there. I mean, you know, okay, great. We'll stop some of them. But uh, the idea that uh, they aren't already in circulation, for lack of better terms, um, isn't going to change anything on the ground anytime soon. You know, the, okay, the ones I, out I there aren't going to disappear. Say, I have,
1: well, but that's the point. I have to think that, and maybe I'm more positive, the, taking guns off the streets is, it definitely helps. It has to help. When you hear about police, Chicago police every day take guns off the streets. Mm-hmm. It's got to help because, and of course, we talk about this all the time. You got to make it harder to get it. You know, we know that criminals are getting guns. and But they're not through... necessarily
0: getting them here as well. They're right. getting them in other places. They're driving them across everyone state says. lines. Yep. They're, they're, you all know, from there is a, a, mm-hmm. a, a, a national <laughs> gun trade, for lack of better terms, where, where guns are moving back and forth and that it is relatively easy to get them. That's it's relatively easy to get guns. With last time I checked, about twenty-one thousand different gun laws currently on the books. Twenty-one thousand.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're working.
0: I don't. Well, twenty-one thousand and one. I don't think will work yeah, either. You yeah, know, I, I, I look at that and I just yes. go, "Well, what, what's the what's the magic law that you think is going to stop people from being able to get well, guns?" I don't know,
1: but there should be one, right? There's got to there be, be one. There's yes. got to be one. So I like it. You know, I do think that,
0: that. listen, I'm not going to fault them for talking about it. And I think Superintendent Brown, at least, he didn't go there with excuses. At least he didn't come out of that talking about, you know.
1: It's not our problem. Happy Although, days are here again. I will say I'm very disappointed to, to hear that Brown has now gone to the White House, met with the president, but apparently has not met with community leaders yet. Because when a you talk about violence, yeah. it starts at the local level. You can't, you just said it. You, the feds can help, but you've got to do it right here at home. If, if they don't, if the city doesn't take charge, nothing's going to happen.
0: Right. Because the city is the choke point. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the city is the funnel that it has to yeah, go and these through. These
1: community leaders have been dealing with this every day.
0: Good point. How about talking and seeing
1: what you know? What their perspective is? What needs to be done? Maybe. Yeah, it's just. Well, at least as you said, something's being done. Well, There's movement.
0: Yeah, but but I, and I'm just always so what I want to say. Um, Pessimistic and hesitant. That motion activity doesn't necessarily equal results. It reminds me of the, Jesus is coming. Look busy! You know, know, just because people are moving around, the proof is going to be in the pudding. Yeah. We will only know what works and what is working when the numbers go down. When people feel safer. And and I really do think that that is almost the bigger issue. And we've talked about this before, that internally we struggle with how much do you talk about gun violence or violence in certain communities or random acts of violence, tourists being stabbed to death, for God's sakes, you know, on Lower Wacker. Like, how much do you talk about it? Because it feeds a perception.
1: Right. That we're and a uniquely violent city. It's definitely a perception. People in Chicago yeah. feel safe. I mean, you know, to a certain degree, you feel safe. Because we know it is only in certain areas, mostly. Not only, I shouldn't have said only. Mostly in certain areas because you just said the tourist who was killed. But for the most part, we're all looking at those areas and saying, well, thank goodness, I'm over here and it's not affecting me. But I think the but concern for is. a lot of
0: people, and, and believe me, the people I talk to is... is it's coming out of those communities. It's coming into our neighborhood. You know, people are afraid to walk down the street, and and that is the. There's no statistics that say you know you're safer walking down your street than you are. If you feel scared, if you feel like that kind of crime is coming to your backyard, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the numbers are. You, that's what you feel.
1: Right. You know, we have a texture here, um, Andy from Crystal Lake, classify mm-hmm. gang violence as domestic terrorism. Then the feds get involved and dismantle the gangs. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are ways to do it. Yeah. But I, I, no, I, it's like nobody really wants to take that big step. But don't they,
0: in some ways, like they go after these gangs using like the RICO. Rico right. Uh, uh, yeah. and, and they, they do they use the federal. Though. We haven't done that in yeah. a long
1: time. Yeah. So those, that's where the feds can really help.
0: No. We're going to, uh, listen, violence in Chicago. Listen, it's kind of a fleeting story, right? Happy Tuesday. We're going to jump right into our 6 o'clock hour, taking a look at the three big stories that people are talking about and cheese. Why don't you start us off?
2: Yeah, if you got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, you might want to be careful because the oh, FDA no. is warning of a potential rare nerve disease, wow. uh, a rare nerve complication mm. that uh, could come from that virus. But I think it's mostly in men over 50 so far. Guillaume, barre it's called. I wow. couldn't pronounce it. That's why I uh, didn't it's, say yeah, it.
1: Thank you. I'm familiar with it. Duncan Keith has tweeted, thank you, Chicago. <laughs> the star defenseman uh, traded from the Blackhawks to the Oilers. Now the Hawks say Duncan asked to be traded to a team closer to his son. Bruce? It's
0: going down in Cuba. Are we seeing a potential change? In the Cuban government, as citizens have taken to the streets, the protests are aflare. We'll find out how the Cuban government responds mm. to people in the streets demanding change. Concerned about how it could go. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you there. They haven't it been very Cuba willing. After they up, all, yeah. yeah. they're not exactly known for their measured responses and things. Um, so, I've I, uh, uh, lived out west majority of my life. Uh, Arizona or California. And so I'm I'm not an expert, full stop, on wildfires. But I've been around them and seen my share and understand them to a certain extent. And I wanted to share with you guys, as the western United States right now is ablaze. Some 300,000 acres, uh, uh, cumulatively, burning over a variety of states... Arizona up the coast to Oregon, if you will. Um, that it's very difficult for people who haven't been in and around one to kind of understand the scale. Does that make sense? Yeah. That, that I've I've been on the outskirts of a fire, and I've been where I wouldn't think I was that close to it, and I could feel the heat, and I could um, smell the smoke. Yeah. I learned from friends who are wildland firefighters, you know, literally the guys that grab a
2: a, a pickaxe and and a backpack
0: and, and walk up the hill and start digging lines and things. Fire can move at over 30 miles an hour. That's faster than you can run. Yeah. So when the fire gets going, it creates its own weather system as well. And we've seen out west...
3: The heat they, is they call just...
0: it a, a firenado, like f- think of a tornado of flames. Is it? Uh-huh. I mean, like the, the things that are going on out there are devastating. Now, when they're burning out in the middle of a forest somewhere, that's fine. The problem is humans, <laughs> Americans, uh, keep Wanting to live closer and closer to these beautiful forested areas. And that means more and more people are getting in harm's way, Judy, might be a way to put it.
1: Yes. Well, so far um, this year, uh, about 120 home structures mm-hmm. have been, um, you know, devastated. No fatalities, which is good. But just to put this in perspective, uh, we have seen this year more than three times as much land burned in California mm-hmm. as last year, which was a record year. As you recall, 2020 was a terrible fire season. So I was just More out. More than three times as much. Wow. I, I was out in uh, the uh,
0: Central Valley part of California. Uh, Paso Robles, um, San Luis Obispo, okay. Santa Maria area. Beautiful country. It's lovely. Yeah. Uh, a lot of farm. Uh, that's where they grow a lot of grapes, by yeah. the way. And uh, I was only out there, a it was about a month, one and a half ago. Uh, the drought is visible. Um, talking to my friends who grow grapes. Uh, it's serious and it is something where they're saying it's getting to be as bad as it's ever been where the wells are drying up there is no water coming down the rivers you, you know what i'm saying like yeah we the are,
1: temperatures are in the triple digits but it's along like those this, lines you see, yeah. when you have
0: no water the temperature goes up when something catches on fire it just burns everything to no, the ground.
1: The momentum is ridiculous. The momentum, exactly. yes. So we've had fifty-nine large fires have burned nearly eight hundred and sixty-four thousand acres across twelve states this year. Yeah, it's July. Um, we got a ways to go. Gee.
0: One of the issues then that you get into is, um, if you understand anything about like electricity, is that states uh, electricity is a commodity like oil just because you produce it somewhere doesn't mean you don't sell it somewhere else. give you an example. Right outside of Phoenix, Arizona, there is a large nuclear power plant. I believe it's the last, the newest in the sense of it's the last one that has been built in the United States, and it's still 20-something years old. Longer than that. 25, 30% of the power it generates, it sends down lines into California. So they, you know, the nuclear power is created in Arizona. They ship it (laughs) through lines hundreds of miles to the west. Same goes with Washington state, Oregon. These, these states, cities share, sell, move power around. The problem when the fire is burning out in the middle of nowhere, it's burning through the high power lines. Mm. It's the transmission lines. And so now you're seeing rolling blackouts that are going along with it that have nothing to do with how hot it is. Don't get me wrong; it's good. That, that's part, but that the fact that the lines are burning, it's serious, you know. And, and well, I can it's just the tell domino
1: you, effect, yeah. And
0: and it's not just the one thing; it's a combination of things out there, and it's really really difficult. And I got to tell you, when you any like I think I mentioned to you, I I, I been up in northern Arizona before covering some of the wildfires, and the uh, the density of the smoke. And like when it gets in your hair and your, oh, and your, your clothes, clothes yeah. like washing them or taking a shower doesn't get rid of the smell. Like you smell like a forest fire for a week. Yeah, it really is.
1: We've had smoke here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I, gosh, was it? it, it could it be? Oregon? It. I yes, swear it was when the, when from the, somewhere right. so far away. I wanted to say Canada. And it got in the, got yeah, in the yeah. jet stream, it, if you will. Yes, yeah, and it was just mm-hmm. it was so smoggy here, but it was incredible to me that. That could be from so far away.
0: Because there's that much because
1: of it. Because there's that much that of it. That much of it. And it's, it's so dense, as you said. There's so much to go around. So, so I, this is a serious, serious situation.
0: So this is the other thing that comes out of this. And uh, this is when you're in a drought. And again, you guys know nothing about droughts for the most part.
1: We are in a drought. Yeah, there's a huge lake don't over there. Us, We're not we don't run know out anything. We have been in a drought. Oh, I was at Buckingham Fountain. People can yeah. only water their lawn like four days a week, not five.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that... Out west, they put water restrictions, but it's really hard to stop people from turning their hose on. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, how do yeah. you how do you police that? So they're asking neighbors to snitch on each other if you see if you see Bob across the street watering his plants.
2: Yeah, on the wrong day. Yeah, hey, you've got the even days. What are you doing? That you've turned neighbor on neighbor, where.
0: This is like, you know, it's the next door app on steroids where you've got people with binoculars peeking out their front yard, out the front window, trying to find a neighbor over there on the, you know,
1: watering the tulips. Nothing irks a homeowner more than their neighbor who's you know, watering their lawn, and there you're looking at your brown lawn. Because you're trying to be the good citizen. Snitches so bully- get stitches. stitches yeah. Yeah. Well, you know
3: what? Snitches
0: Anonymous, get stitches. Anonymous, that's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm going no. to you. I'm saying. I'm going to find out who does that. Snitches get
3: By the way, stitches. I don't mind my
2: brown lawn. It's fine. You don't have to mow it as
1: much. No. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I don't want my grass to grow.
0: <laughs> I think I'm okay going far away. I'm all right with that. Bruce, Judy, and cheese with you. You know, we've come out of a couple of weeks... Where, if if the traffic in and around O'Hare and Midway are any uh, uh, barometer, a hell of a lot of you have been traveling, right? Maybe for the first time. I keep seeing all these, you know, uh, 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 Facebook posts. Yeah. Don't be basic. Uh, where it's, uh, you know, getting on my first plane in 15 months and all this. I'm like, okay, where the hell have you people been? <laughs> all right? You're the one screwing it up. But... If you've been in an airport lately, all right, my guess is you've run into some people that drive you up one side and down the other. Airport. There's something about airports. And I, I've always... There's something about the way people act in airports. And I think it's... The added stress is all I can put it on. Maybe it's the TSA line and not you know your shoes and your belt or what you know whatever it is. And you maybe it's you're always running late. You know maybe it's
1: definitely there's always stress. Right, right, and so people act differently. Yes, is that fair? Then there is the traveler you and the once in a while traveler me. So there's a difference right there. I know I'm doing things wrong, Bruce, but I don't know what to do.
0: So here's something I, I would say, I,
1: I get, I get,
0: I used to, I mean, when I flew as a little kid, and I, like my mom took me and my brother to Germany, it's a whole other story, uh, but we, we'd fly, Yeah, we'd get dressed up to fly. Yeah. I, I, I didn't wear okay, a suit. i still dressed but I up had like, a little bit. Different. I couldn't wear shorts or jeans or anything. I had like little, little boy slacks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think I had like a button-down shirt. It was like going to a wedding, yeah. you yeah. know? You got dressed up to do that. By the way, I still do. I won't fly yeah, I in like shorts I mean, and flip-flops. Yeah. But have you seen how some uh, people dress? Now, what they will tell you is... Well, I'm here in Chicago, but I'm going to Miami. Right. I'm go. I'm going to to Palm Springs.
1: And you know that's I'm fine. But I don't want for... to see you in your bathing suit yeah, on the plane.
0: But they're yeah, they're dressing for that. I just want to point out, you still got to go through airports, uh, yeah. uh, cabs, rental car. None of you. You're not dressing for the beach. Yeah, yet. you're not going to be dropped
1: off at the beach.
0: Dre- be realistic. But yeah, what some people wear on airplanes? I'm like, what
1: the. What right? happened to you? And then they're freezing and I'm like,
2: "Haha." Ha. What about the people that wear PJs? That's what I was going to say, the pajamas, oh. the fluffy and slippers. Fluffy slippers. I'm, I'm like, like, "Did you not get up in time to get dressed? Or did you know you were leaving the house today?" Yeah. Yeah. How about the ones who take their shoes off? Uh. They
1: it's like sitting in their easy chair and boop, the shoes go right off. I'm like Definitely.
0: <laughs> absolutely, Nick. I think you can get your yeah, absolute no, agreement no. on that. Yeah. No. So this may strike you as odd. Now, and and I have a a schedule. I like to. I'm a, a reasonably punctual person. I plan. I don't overplan, but I plan. And I can tell you that I was nervous originally when I moved here about how long it would take to get from my place to the gate. Literally, from my apartment to my gate.
3: Yeah, I not need the to airborne, know what. Ah, yeah, yeah, I need yeah, to yeah. know the
0: time. Yeah. And I and I and I realize it can vary a little bit. So it took me a while to get my. Here's when I leave. You know, when's my flight? Okay, back it up. Do 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 Because I don't um, run through airports.
2: Ugh. Yeah, not that's that an me. Yeah. no J. Yeah, I
0: won't do it. I just won't.
2: I don't go. I don't want to go. The best don't
0: the go anywhere that bad. Yeah, the best
1: <laughs> is the person who's running, and they're running, and all these papers are flying behind them like they're boarding pass. Right.
0: Yeah, you're not getting losing
1: on everything. Uh, yeah. Um, Good luck. All I would say is plan for,
0: plan for, I have friends that don't do this, plan for traffic on the Kennedy, the manure spreader jackknife, yeah. plan for the TSA's on lunch break and the line is back to, plan for these things so that you aren't, oh my God, my plane's leaving in three minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm just, as a regular travel, I plan, I build extra time in. Do
3: people I, uh, can try I, to can cut- I
0: knock on wood right now? I've never missed a flight in my life because oh, I've been late. Never in my life. Never. I've never mm-hmm. missed a flight. Yeah, yeah. And I don't go to the airport three hours early. I'm not one of those people either. Oh, man. I've got it to where I get to the gate 15 to 20 minutes before boarding. That's my, my wiggle. 15, before boarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a half hour before they take off.
1: I'm the one who gets their hours ahead of time. But one time I was sitting in a restaurant <laughs> at O'Hare and I heard my name being called. I totally lost track of the time. But
2: I Judy was pie. there. Yeah. do that
1: to you. Judy pie. <laughs> Put the We're drink boarding. down. Yeah, they, I must have even gone up to talk to them because they knew I was there. Now, let me ask you, do people try to cut the line if they're late?
3: At uh, TSA Yeah. All the time.
1: Oh! <gasps> Do they really? Yeah. Like, what would you do? I don't know what I'd do if someone asked if they could go ahead Depends of me. on
0: who they are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how, what, how stressful they look?
0: If they got like four kids in tow, like, I play Lisa! Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: But if it's like a business mail with a briefcase.
0: Should have planned better, buddy. Yeah. Yep. We all got places to go. Yeah. No, I, I, listen, I actually try, same thing when you're on the plane and there's a tight connection and you don't have anywhere to be, let the other people get off the darn plane. And get to where they need oh, to I go. Oh, I never thought
1: of that. Make in the their sense connection. of,
0: you know, you might
1: need that.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, you might A need that courtesy minutes, yeah.
1: in the,
0: in the future. You know, wait, what That's do true, you say? Yeah. You
1: shouldn't jump right up and stand in the I aisle. I never do. Oh, I hate never. that. I hate I'm like, that. where are you? People, we, we land etiquette? and they stand up and go, "Where are you guys going?" Yeah, I what? sit until my row's clear. All right, time to go. But the etiquette is each row, right? Yeah, you go, row by row. Not, I don't not, know why people not the guy behind who just runs up ahead.
0: Yeah, the moving walkway can we come to an agreement on this so it's it's the same thing as a hallway i still don't understand or a sidewalk yeah this isn't europe first off (laughs) this isn't england we stay to the right Hmm? and on a moving walkway if you're going to stand stay to the right i am passing you because i'm not standing still I will pass you on the left. Do not stand side by side
3: <laughs> on
0: the moving walkway, because I will get up within three inches behind you and say, "Excuse me." Love that,
1: and then they get all riled.
0: Couldn't ah. give a you know what. You're the idiot standing in the middle of the moving walkway. Mm-hmm. Move over. Yeah, it's then the guys, they're the they driving yeah, the left. Like same idiots. Mm-hmm. I know they are. <laughs> I know they are. Let some people walk because, again, some people are walking and they're maybe trying to make a connection, Mm -hmm. whatever it might be.
1: Um, How about giving people space too? And especially because of the pandemic, lately everyone is crowding again. I've had several incidents in just the past week where I'm standing in line and people are right up on me. What happened? Just how about four feet? I'll take two feet. Can I? <laughs> a fair point. Right. Absolutely. I just, yeah, I love the whole distance thing. Same thing, thing when you people get in
0: line to get on the plane. We're six inches apart again. I'm like, yeah. hey, I'm so much for that. Uh, my last thing, and this is going to be my impassioned plea on the part of some of my friends.
1: God, I hope I don't. Some of my right. friends
0: <laughs> who work for airlines. I have a friend that's a, uh, a Southwest um flight attendant. Okay. I've got a buddy who is a pilot for American. Okay. I know uh, a gate agent, you know, that works for American as well. It's not their fault. The plane was lit. Oh,
1: no, I've got to blame someone.
0: A part broke. Yeah. Things happen. The TSA line's long. All I'm going to tell you is, as much as I despise the TSA... I don't think it's Bubba's fault, you know, that, that the line is long. I know better than that. I know that when my plane has a mechanical issue, the flight attendant didn't break my plane. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Take she better it easy have some employees available. Take it easy. All I'm saying is yeah, they didn't do it. And I think there's like a karma you know, train that oh, comes yeah. back around yeah, yeah. and if you're going to berate somebody and I've mm-hmm. seen people do it. and I, I, I'll, I'll, I'm a step in kind of guy. I'm like, that's ah, enough of that. You know, yeah. like, you know, sitting there yelling at somebody. I'm like, what? It's there's a thunderstorm outside. What the oh. hell you want him to do? <laughs> there's a there's a ground
2: delay. She looked like Mother Nature to you. Yeah. Sir. yeah.
0: I'm like, I don't yeah. think this lady made us late. <laughs> I, I That's not her. You know, yeah. yeah take it out on Mother Nature. Yeah. I'll show you. Uh, you rat bastards. Da-da. All right. Hey, good morning. Well, the sun's shining. I mean, maybe, yeah, it but uh, it could change rapidly. Bruce, Judy, and Cheese. There won't be any baseball in Chicago today. Uh no games specifically because it's the All-Star break. Um, um maybe a good thing for the Cubs to have a bit of a break. I'm trying to be nice. Yeah. Let's uh Get focused, guys. Uh, yeah. And uh, maybe the Sox didn't want to break because they've been on such a roll and playing so well. But we shall find out, mm-hmm. at least around here. Oh, I'm going to a Cubs game next week. Nice. Yeah, I haven't yeah. been to one since, I, well, you know, I haven't been that many games this year, but uh, excited to go to my first Cubs game in years. Nice. Oh, yeah. I will tell yeah. you, I think it's going to be gonna a different experience. that area. It's I probably whole, won't recognize yeah, it because no, I haven't been not, there in...
1: You will not recognize it. Eight,
0: ten years ago, I went to a game. And uh, as good as... It's irrelevant how good the seats are cuz it won't be the same experience the last time I went where um Ron Santo invited me into the broadcast booth. Get out. And I called it an inning with him.
1: Get out.
0: Yeah.
1: What? You know you knew Ron Santos?
0: I knew Ron his son-in-law worked with us in ah. in, in Phoenix. So we were in Nicest town. Nicest
1: guy ever <laughs>
0: it was amazing. I loved him. Um, and the the leg his prosthetic leg mm-hmm. with pinstripes. Oh.
2: Pinstripes his leg. Nice. He had a Cubs prosthetic he had leg. Two.
0: Yeah, then he had with the us, second one. Yeah. Right. At the time he had yeah. one. Yeah. But Ron trainer. was huh. amazing. Yeah. And uh, we were there. It was a group of us, and I was the only one that had ever been on the radio. The rest were a bunch of sales geeks, and so they pushed me forward. I was like, I don't know what. To <laughs> drawing us right, he was like, Ron's like, so we talked about restaurants in Arizona because he loved uh, you know spring training going to going oh, to that's Phoenix. True, yeah. Talk about Scottsdale. I'm like, you know, there's a I was like, you know, I felt felt like a responsibility to, I think he just hit the ball. Yeah. Anyway, um, all-star game, and I got to tell you, so I'm not paying attention, and I admit it. Sports kind of come and go with me, like a a player or something will capture my attention, and I realize that's what sports are trying to do, Mm -hmm. by the way. They're trying to get fans or re-engage people, and I'll admit there might be a player that I need to start paying attention to. Joining us right now, he is the WLS sports guru, Rob Martier. Rob, good morning.
4: Good morning. Rob, there's a guy. There's a guy. Yes, there is that guy that you need to pay attention who to. Who maybe, be, and if I understand correctly,
0: this is what sparked my interest. When people start comparing you to Babe Ruth, but better, wow. I'm interested.
1: Okay, I just want to hear his name. Shohei Otani. Hi hey. Shohei. Shohei
4: Ohtani. Shohei Ohtani. He's a Japanese pitcher, throws rights, got an ERA below four. He leads the major leagues at the break with 33 home runs.
3: That
0: seems like a lot. <laughs> a pitcher,
4: pick- yeah.
3: yeah. Unheard-, unheard of
0: since Babe Ruth,
4: who, by the way, he has better stats than him, right? Yeah. I mean, that's literally that's what correct. we're talking about. Okay. Not only does he lead the major leagues in home runs at the break, he is third in runs batted in with seventy, and
0: he's a pi- he's a, pitcher. a yeah. pitcher. Because this is a real throwback. I mean, Rob, you know, I mean, that used to be like he's an all-around good player. Well, but and and yeah. then we got very specialized in pitchers and mm-hmm. you know the DH and things, and we got to the point where pitchers weren't expected to
3: Mm-mm.
0: be good at anything other than pitching, you know, right. and okay. they were excused for it. This guy is like a real
1: throwback. Wow! I want the stats on him personally. Yeah,
4: I want to know about him. He's a big dude. Quick, yeah, yeah. He's uh, six four. He's lean. He's about two hundred and ten pounds. He's got great stuff off the mound. Um, You know, keeps batters uh, off, you know, balance, if you will, is what we like to say. And uh, the guy is just an amazing athlete. Period. I I think you could probably. Put him down at any position in the field, and he, you know, within a, a week or two would be able to thrive. How crazy,
2: okay, is and that? he's from
1: Japan. I, I was thinking you were going to say this is from South culture. America, or something. No.
2: Yeah, huh, yes, Interesting. Well, he's leading off tonight for the All Star game, and he's starting pitcher. That's
4: When's the, the last time that game? happened? Right? Uh, never in the All Star game. I don't. Yeah. Think. Yeah. In, what nineteen? 19- 33 is when the all-star game so i I
0: mean i don't want to overstate it but tonight might be the night
1: you want
3: to watch this guy
0: but i mean his career right now we are seeing a baseball player you could make an argument like no other that and i those are the types of things that fascinate me I, i i pride myself and i'm lucky that i got to see wayne gretzky play hockey yeah That I saw Michael Jordan play basketball. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Like, I I want to see these, oh, my God, once in a lifetime, Uh, once in a generation. And it sounds to me like I need to start paying some attention to Angels games.
1: Oh, Angels. I was going to say, what team is he on? Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah, the Angels. Hey, Rob, thank you very much. We'll be uh, paying attention as the starting pitcher also will lead off tonight. (laughs) In the, that's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, watch him, watch him. You he, got it. He's amazing. Rob, have a great day. Thank you for spending time with us. He is the WLS sports guru, Rob. Right, really Mart's quick. Here. When you
1: lead oh. off, then you're the you have to be the best, right? The best? That means you're you're going to okay. you're you're get, get on base. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah, set the table, as we right, say, right? right Let's go. It. Let's get some uh, ducks, on, ducks the on the pond. I
2: ducks on the pond. I, got it.
0: I know the <laughs> lingo.
3: Right?
0: Happy Tuesday. Let's jump into our 7 o'clock hour. We're taking a look at the big stories that people are talking about. Judy, you can start us
1: off. A sad day for Chicago. Duncan Keith is leaving. He's the oh. star defenseman of the Chicago Blackhawks. traded to the Oilers on the upside, I guess, for him. Uh, The Hawks say that he had asked to be traded to a team closer to his son. Good luck, Duncan.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, What the heck is going on in Cuba? Are we seeing the newest, the latest revolution? People in the streets protesting the government due to a tremendous economic downturn, hyperinflation. Cuba could be changing fundamentally. Cheese?
2: Yeah, Biden, the Biden administration says that states... Can restart the pandemic unemployment, please, because the lawsuits are mounting. Please restart them. Really? Yeah. That's all we need.
0: That's all we need. That's <laughs> all we need right now. Um, yesterday at the White House, there was a call it a summit, right? Uh, President Biden invited. Mayors, police chiefs from some of the country's largest cities to come and address violence
5: which is
1: exploding around the country
0: crime we're having an issue with crime with violent crime uh, r- robberies burglary i mean we're seeing it with everything remember we had the stat that uh what is it um bicycle thefts were up <laughs> like 200 yeah. percent what is it <laughs> being stolen Jeez, louise at that point um but Chicago uh, Chicago top cop superintendent brown attended this meeting uh, representing the city of Chicago there as more and more calls for some sort of federal intervention federal help in addressing our crime problem joining us right now is Chicago's former top cop and mayoral candidate gary mccarthy good morning sir
6: hey good morning how are you
0: I'm doing well. You know, I have a question for you as someone who has, who has sat in that chair, superintendent and, and been a police chief in other places as well. I, I only like to remind you because I think it embarrasses you that I first learned about you watching Brick City. So I, I was like, I <laughs> love that show. <laughs> that was an awesome show. I learned all about how like a city works. It was great. But, um, what can the feds do to help a local big city police department like Chicago or New York or whatever, what can they actually do from your standpoint uh, that would make a difference in the crime?
6: Well, so, I mean, I just want to back up a little bit, and I promise you I will answer your question. Thank you. (laughs) But but the hypocrisy of what's going on today is just mind-boggling to me. Because it sounds like the president is now coming up with a program to refund the police in other words finding ways to hire more police officers instead of defunding the police which was a huge movement which helped put us in this position that we're in because the anti-police sentiment in this country um we know it runs
0: through chicago without a doubt
6: yeah and and look at the number of police officers who've been shot at and shot in chicago so far this year it's in the 30s that's crazy yeah but but the other thing is the politicians are creating legislation that I've been saying for decades, well, not decades, years now, is handcuffing the police and empowering criminals. Um, look at the Police Reform Act that the governor signed, uh, which takes away uh, uh, various things that would keep violent criminals in jail. They now get out on electronic monitoring, and we see how that's working. Yeah. And then, and then, just take it to the simplest thing where. Um, here in Chicago, we now have a "quote-unquote" foot pursuit policy, which really basically, which basically gives um, criminals carte watch because all you have to do is run, <laughs> and the, and the police can't chase you unless they have probable cause to arrest, which you don't necessarily develop until you stop somebody. Yeah. You stop somebody based on reasonable suspicion, and then it develops the probable cause. So, so those are just. A couple of examples of what's going on, and take it a little further, where Kim Fox doesn't prosecute gun possessors right and, and this is this is a decades old problem here in Cook County. This goes back a lot further than Kim fox she's made it into uh, something way worse than it was before so the the federal task forces <clears throat> that the president is going to be sending here <laughs> again hypocrisy it's the same exact thing that Donald Trump did mm-hmm. but in the case of Donald Trump, if you remember, it was wholly rejected by elected officials here in Chicago. but here we are now asking for that very same help. Of course it's a democratic president.
0: fair enough and, and, and no doubt that politics plays a part in it like, you know and my my question to you again, we're talking to to Gary McCarthy, the former top cop is what does that help look like just in in any way, shape or form because I'm not clear what can
6: the feds do?
0: Um, that the Chicago Police Department can't do, for example.
6: Well, it's not necessarily the Chicago Police Department. The, the Chicago Police Department is making gun arrests; they are mm-hmm. not being prosecuted. Not being prosecuted. Um, at the end of the day, the federal firearms uh, regulations has it that when you get caught with a gun illegally, and, and what happens is the feds kind of cherry pick their cases. They they make sure that they're getting a conviction. Before you actually before they actually take the case, um, you go to jail for gun possession, and sometimes it's it 's an extremely harsh sentence mm-hmm. and you know what that's something that has to happen because okay gun possession illegal gun possession is the uh, gateway crime to committing a murder so so that 's something that they're <clears throat> going to be stepping up a little bit and you know in New York, um, actually, I was the liaison of the feds. Mm-hmm. For, for something called trigger lock, which had it that they were taking on a regular basis, not just when things go haywire like they are now in, in Chicago. Um, on a regular basis, they were taking a couple of hundred of those cases a year for us. Okay. And it made a big difference. It yeah, big I mean, difference.
1: so the Fed, the Fed help, it, it, it will help, obviously. And Gary, when you were here, I mean, this is not a new thing. Violence in Chicago is not new. Sadly. How much? <laughs> yeah. How? Yeah, I just. How much worse is it than when you were here? I mean, in,
6: personally, It's do it's, you... a, it's a hundred percent worse. We were. We were on the verge of breaking four hundred, going down, and this year, we're going to hit eight hundred murders. Mm-hmm. So so, we've created this situation, and now we're asking for help. The, the fact is, we know how to do this, I don't know if you, if anybody in Chicago even realizes. That the guy who was sitting to the left of president biden yesterday is bob tracy who's now the um police chief in wilmington delaware he was the guy who i brought here and made chief of crime control strategies okay we we've got a blueprint we've got a diagram we've got we've got a method of reducing crime that works and bobby took that went to wilmington delaware and was setting all sorts of records and i i haven't spoken to him because i was I was busy late last night, um, but I have to talk to Bobby and wonder why he was in that meeting, and I'm willing to bet that they basically brought him to the meeting to say, well, why don't you tell us what to do, because you know how to do it. Because
0: you're, you're having mm-hmm. success, so it, it becomes like a, uh, what do you want to say, a shared success. You know, How are you doing this in your city? Can we learn from what you, what you're up to? And you're basically saying, well, that's the same playbook we had years ago.
6: Yeah, we developed that playbook over the quick look. It, it wasn't completely developed in New York. There's a lot of things that we did in Newark that we brought with us to sure. Chicago. So and, who's and who's dropping year?
1: the ball here? Is it Brown or Lightfoot or both?
6: I would say everybody. It yeah. goes it goes from top to bottom. And I'm, I'm telling you, it starts with the governor, The Police Reform Act.
0: Starts with Pritzker, okay. Well, and the <laughs>
6: legislature <laughs> then, yeah. Yeah, everybody. And that's what I'm saying. We've created this situation. We've created this monster. And now all of a sudden, everybody's like, oh, help us. Please help us do something about gun violence. Well, what did you think was going to happen? Fair points.
0: And, and I get it. I think a lot of people are uh, and, and, and not saying that... I, the blame game isn't important, not saying we don't need to get to the root of it. I think for a lot of people, Gary, you know, they, they, they just want to feel safe walking down the street again. You know what I'm saying? They they want to be able to drive down Lakeshore without thinking there's going to be a shooting in front of them, you know, or or they become the victim of it. You know, that that we deserve I, that here in Chicago.
6: I, I meet my wife calling every time she actually gets to her office. But, but wow. Wow! No. Is
0: right.
3: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I,
0: again, the perception I is reality. Gary, we really appreciate your time this morning. Thank you very much. He is former top cop, Gary McCarthy, uh, and uh, certainly has firsthand knowledge of what it's like to sit in that chair and uh, ask for, receive, and maybe even need federal help at different times and what that will look like. It'll continue to play out and will obviously keep you on top of that. It's Bruce, it's Judy, it's Cheese, and I got I just had a sinking feeling. Question to you. Do you answer phone calls from numbers you don't recognize?
1: No. No. Never,
0: right? Mm -mm. Never. And I'm the one who my voicemail has been full on my iPhone. Wait for it. For eight years. (laughs) I've never deleted one. So you can't leave a voicemail. My message says...
1: Why do you have a phone?
0: Not to talk to people. My message says, don't leave a voicemail. Yeah. Text or email me, because I don't want to listen to your voicemail, try to find something to write it down. No. Text or email me, whatever it is.
1: Well, sorry. You the won't. Illinois
0: Department of Public Health <laughs> is calling people if you've won the vaccine lottery. Heck, I ah, might not have answered their call. <laughs>
1: I mean, no, how I'm, many times have you been checking? Right now. Are you checking? Oh, yeah. I'm totally checking.
0: I wouldn't answer a number I didn't recognize. So immediately I'm going to get screwed out of the vaccine lottery for That's God's hilarious. I'm still not going to answer it because I'm just going to end up having to tell somebody I'm not interested in extending my car's warranty. But oh. that's the, the, not the point. The point is they're still giving away cash. $100,000, a clip, three more people yesterday who. Have been vaccinated, fully vaccinated, uh, won $100,000 in the Illinois lottery. I, I'm still, they're, they're, I right, have so many All right, you're the
1: pessimistic this. one, but really, one in Chicago, one in Quincy, and one in Springfield. Oh, have we gone around the state enough?
0: Oh, yeah. There's nothing, nothing happens by accident. Right, because if it was just odds alone, yeah. if it was just based on numbers, every winner would come from Chicago. Chicago, yeah. right.
1: I, I know right, how. Yeah. If it was although, just statistics. Although, Chicago probably has the lowest vaccination rate, right? No. So, out of all the counties, Cook's got to have the lowest because they have the most people. I bet, you know, like... DuPage on percentage. Yes, and a percentage. Is pro- yes, I'm, a per- so, I'm yeah, saying there's know. probably more people in Kane County mm. who are vaccinated than Chicago, Right. All right, now I'm going to have to investigate this. I, I would say no. That money was mine. I spent that I would
0: say the farther south you go, the less vaccinated they get.
1: If so, fewer people.
0: I'm talking about percentage. You're talking about people.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true, percentage-wise. Uh,
0: I don't know. You said the percentage. In, yeah, I would say I th- the percentage th- of Chicago is higher cookout. than anywhere else in the state.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's got to be. It's still yeah. got to be Cook.
0: So uh, if you didn't get your call from the <laughs> Illinois Department of Public Health, or your email? Okay. Well, they are saying they're sending out emails. Um, then you didn't win the hundred grand. Um,
1: I'm trying to remember where would they get all this information from me? They got it uh, automatically. If what you, do you mean, mean, it,
0: automatically,
1: well, because it's a it's the state of Illinois,
0: for God's sake. No, but that's they how have. they
1: keep track of who's vaccinated, right? We know how many people are vaccinated because when you get vaccinated, Walgreens, the United Center, wherever you went, the person who came to your door, it was sends that information to the health department. Well,
0: where does what? So, am I to assume Walgreens has my phone number and email address and gave it to the state? I'm never winning. I'm never winning this because there's no way Walgreens. You
1: gave uh, it to them. You gave them that information. Did they get it to the,
0: you know what I mean? Cheese and I both went to the same Walgreens in beautiful, garden covered Lansing, Indiana. There we go. I can't remember Um, the name. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to be nice to the folks in Lansing. They're listening right now. Yeah. Like you said, Lansing, and they went. Yeah. Um, the lady who administered shot number one for me, I'm just going to tell you right now, there's no way Nurse Ratchet gave the state of Illinois my information. She was not. She was in a mood.
2: Yeah. Bad day.
0: Second time I had the woman from the Caribbean.
2: Yeah. The Jamaican lady. Yeah. Was she Jamaican? Yeah. Did you ask? I think so. I did. Because I didn't want to assume. Yeah.
0: But she was as happy as a baby. Yeah. I got everything but a red stripe. Uh, I, she was fantastic. Well, that
1: was your. She handed it in. Then she handed all the information in.
0: I think that's a heck of a, a, a real thing to play. Although we are finding this. Are you ready for this? Drinking one or more cups of coffee per day could decrease your risk of COVID.
1: What? Hmm. How many? I probably have three or four a day dang wait it's saying just one a day one or more oh one or more okay
0: so by the amount of coffee that I ingest
1: (laughs) I'll tell you what 10% decrease yeah
0: you might want some of my blood it It probably saves people wow there you go I gotta tell you Maybe you want me to cough on you. I'm just telling you right now. I have so much damn coffee going through my system that that could happen. Yeah, they actually, they took a look at that. This is one of these things, though, and you have to be careful. And and I have a, my friend who's a doctor, who's a surgeon, is the one. I'm going to screw it up right now. Causation is not correlation. Or is it correlation is not causation?
2: I have no idea what either word means. So,
0: Because <laughs> he would always caution me. And he would say, d- causations not correlation, right? And he said, just because people who drink coffee have a, 10, have a lower COVID rate, doesn't mean it's the coffee. <laughs> he says, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Goes, hey, the, the correlation, you, you have to be careful with that. Re- may require more studies, but still, I'm going with coffee.
1: Yeah, you really. Go. Your friend, he doesn't know what he's talking about, even if he is a doctor. <laughs> Ca- causation's not correlation. Isn't that what
0: it is? How do you do that? Uh, that doesn't... Mm. Yeah. Correlation does not imply causation. Sorry. I did have it back. Lee. Correlation does not imply causation. In other words...
1: Yes, just because it's...
0: Just because there's means- a link doesn't mean that's why. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, he always because I would always see that go. Well, I I shouldn't. Uh, I need to eat more chicken nuggets because he goes. Please stop with me. <laughs> you're you're implying things that are not true. Yeah, which is fantastic. Right, it's Bruce, Ginny, and DJ Cheese over there. Um, it, it is not anecdotal. It is for reals. Businesses all over, variety, many different fields are struggling to find workers. People are just flat not answering the help wanted ad. People are not returning to the job. Maybe they had pre-pandemic, pre-shut whatever. Restaurants, hotels,
3: Uber A lot of the drivers, the service
0: industry. Yeah, yeah, they're just they're not they're not there. And uh, we we talk we've talked to some of our our friends uh, that work in that industry, um, acknowledging. The service isn't at the standard we wish it was. Apparently, it might take everyone's a
1: little... becoming a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah, I, I don't know what these people is? are doing, but they're not working at McDonald's or you know airport concessions or anywhere, right? So, <laughs> I have not been to
0: Midway recently, but it strikes me that, and I always I believe this kind of for a lot of things, technology kind of will eventually find solutions to the problems. I believe in that, oh, yeah. and I think I think technology has shown that it, it, it finds solutions to man's problem. If the problem is there aren't enough warm bodies to work at the, insert business here, technology is going to fill the gap. And there is a great example of it at Midway Airport at the Hudsons, Hudson is the the little shop in every airport in the world. Yeah, it's, in like, the a, United it's States.
1: like a newspaper shop.
0: You get you get your magazine, you get your Snickers bar, you get a bottle of water, and you get the I Heart Chicago t shirt. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs>
3: Perfect. Yeah, and then you exactly. get on
0: your plane. It's yep. it's that you know that store, right? Mm. But the one in Midway
1: is unique, Judy. So when you walk into the store, you swipe your credit card. That's how you get in the store. Swipe your credit card. Okay. Yeah. And then cameras on the ceiling. You should see all these cameras. Lots the of cameras. Yeah, it looks like that that uh, what was that series we used to love? The mirror black mirror. I swear to God, this is all black mirror. It's all black mirror stuff. So I love uh, this. so you have sensors on the store shelves. They add items to a virtual shopping cart. That means your your arms. As okay. You pick, as you pick things up. It keeps track, and then you just walk out.
0: You just walk out. Just walk out. There's you no check cashier. here. Yeah. You don't have to... Nope. It's, beep, beep, no scamming of anything. They, they still
1: have you know, an employer or two now in the store. Um, but that's as they're go, getting used yeah, to it. Yeah, as they're getting used to it. But yeah, that, at some point, there'll be no reason to have anyone there.
0: Well, and, and, and so play along with me. I don't think it's a quinky dink that the Hudson store is using hu- humanless checkout. When just a week ago, Midway Airport held a job fair. I'm not making this up. I want to emphasize this isn't me exaggerating yeah, for a fact. Yeah, 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 no. Midway Airport held a job fair and five people showed up. Yeah. Not 500, not 50. One, two, three, four, five people showed up for their job fair. If they aren't going to be able to find humans to work, Technology will fill the void, and and when that happens, that job's gone forever. The the person who was checking you out in the airport, your iHeart Chicago T shirt, your candy bar, your bottle of water, and your People magazine. That job's not coming back. I mean, just because you show up and go, "Hey, I'm ready to work now," they're not ripping the cameras out. You know, like, oh, thank God you're here. No. Yeah. McDonald's is doing something similar as well. White Castle, I mean, they're all going to follow suit. So the the McDonald's at at Midway Terminal Three, I'm sure it's another one's. Wow, um,
1: it's impressive that you know that.
0: <laughs> well, no, I fly out of Terminal Three. I fly oh, okay. America, so it's Terminal Three. Um, it has the kiosk.
1: Oh right, we have that everywhere around here now. In
0: right, yeah. yeah. That. In, You don't have to deal with a human. Love it. All you do is beep, 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 swipe and wait for your number to be called. You know, I've
1: never used that because I don't know how to use it. There were like not even any instructions. I saw people doing it, but (laughs) I just went up to the counter and ordered. But as McDonald's struggles to find workers... There won't be anyone at the counter anymore. So there might be one
0: person at the at, at the, at the one person working the register, and that line will be full of Judy and her friends wrapping around the corner, and the kiosk will be the only one you can go up and order it and get anything in a timely
1: manner. You see how this is going to be a self fulfilling prophecy? Well, I just went to the movie theater, okay, Marcus, and you couldn't. There were two people behind the food counter. Oh, uh, normally the stack there's bar. probably yeah, yeah Ten. Two people. Right, And we walked up in there, and there's a big sign. you got to order online. Order I'm online. standing right in front of the person. I'm right here. Do, 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 ordering online, and then they get it. And But because there weren't enough people to work. And do you think they're ever going to go back to people behind the... Why would they? They're going to keep... I hated right. it,
0: kind of. Right. I, right. Was but patient. that's my point. Once yes. the technology gonna, sets what, oh, they're in... They're going to
3: keep that forever.
0: Once they invest in
3: whatever well, yeah, computers,
0: yeah. scanners, mm-hmm. automation... Uh, name a business that ripped that stuff back out. Na- name a grocery store that's ripped out the self checkout lanes to put in more places for cashiers. Like it's not happening.
1: Mm-hmm. It's going the other direction, of course. And try going through a lane with a person; it's very difficult. They might have two lanes open, but they've got sixteen self service lanes. So
0: here is how good it's got. Which
1: I, by the way, walk by and go to the person.
0: See, and I'm uh, exact <laughs> see here is what the Target, right over here in Streeterville, yes. Main Street as a Streeter villain. I'm very familiar with my Target. The Target has two. They, they just, ready for this? They just refurbished the checkout lane. They got rid of two of the places where you could talk to a human.
1: The full service. And
0: added the self-checkouts. So now there's only two human places. You're usually using two humans standing there to check you out. But there's only two actual cash register places. The rest of them are the self-checkout. Hmm. I actually I'm gonna say I wanted to say, so I just caught myself. I want to say I saw this, but I'm gonna go ahead and admit to being the guy. Okay. So uh there was a bit of a backup at the Target. It was like Saturday or whatever, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of lot of tourists down there, again, buying iHeart Chicago t shirts and a bottle of water. And um I'm waiting for the self checkout. I'm a self checkout kind of guy. One of the humans opened up and I was like the guy behind me you can go.
1: <laughs> are you kidding you can go
0: i don't want to check out that bad that i have to deal with that person uh, i'm just gonna wait for one of the kiosks up oh, look that one's opened up and i would go i'm yeah. sorry
1: wait you don't want to deal with hi how are you did you find everything okay
0: yeah i'm not although you know they always do that at target they you, how many times i say this did you find everything we were looking for I and that. i I look at them and I'd i say no i wasn't time. looking for any of this yeah. stuff what are yeah. you talking about
1: yeah
2: I had no I intention of buying no. all this crap.
1: Nope, did not. And by the way. I blame you, you. In your Target there, I went in the, uh, last weekend because I was at Navy yeah. Pier. They have a girl standing there that greets you at the door.
0: They have a greeters. What? Yeah, Target greeter. Huh? Sometimes it's a guy.
1: Interesting.
0: I, well, they used to be the mass police.
1: Oh, that's oh. why. Okay, and one last thing about the checkout. They were, they, I, they were the, there was always a person right. standing there to that, tell now you what makes sense. On.
0: They used to be the mask police. I thought they would go away when they were no RS, but there's still just so a there. person standing at the door that looks at you and says hi when you walk in.
1: Yeah. Okay, listen, yeah. the, the best one day <laughs> you could work your way made it to the, the best big league. The checkout lane is the regular full service lane that's self-service. That's my favorite. So the it runs. So they have a self service. It's got a a conveyor belt. Yes, because I have too much stuff in my cart for self service. So now I can go on the conveyor belt and do it myself, and I feel like I'm working there. Yeah, how about that, Nick? Right? You should. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <What>?
1: <laughs> and it's true i i'm i'm mad that this the it's service 10%, has gone away i'm giving myself 10 yeah eh, who's to know
0: um, i i gotta believe so everybody either on purpose or by accident has taken something from the grocery store that they didn't right. scan or the target it's happened
1: absolutely right
0: or they didn't didn't register when you scan it whatever i gotta believe the fact that they're adding more of those and getting rid of human cash registers, it's still cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still a better deal for their bottom line that they know you're going to go ahead and steal <laughs> something. And that it's still better than having somebody stand there going, speed up, speed up, speed Absolutely. The technology ain't going away. And the people who aren't taking the jobs right now, the people who are staying at home, the people that said, I'm not going to go do that job. Well, don't worry. It's never coming back. Then what are they going to do? When they finally run out of money, when the government starts handing out checks? Okay, I'm ready to go back to work now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amway. Can you... Can you service the computer that checks oh, the thing out? Can there you, you go. Is can your you, arm you as long as this
1: robotic arm can doing the f- french fries and the oil? I don't you better think fix so. the
0: robots or else you're in a world of trouble. Did you ever have a uh, goldfish as a pet? Everybody does, right? Yes. You used to yeah. like, go to the county fair, you'd win a goldfish <laughs> in a bag, right? Where the hell's the ASPCA when you need them? But, you know, along those lines, Nick, uh, apparently up in Minnesota, people have been. Releasing their goldfish into <laughs> ponds and lakes. And I don't know if you've, I've always well, it heard. Seems this. like
1: a good idea, right? Just let the damn thing go, right? Yeah, instead of killing it. It's better yeah. than
0: flushing it down the toilet. So maybe <laughs> follow me on this. Have you ever heard that fish grow to kind of fill the size? Oh, so, yeah. So yeah. if you have a small, um, uh, tank
1: like the fish will only fish grow, so, and you get a yeah. bigger one. And the fish they literally kind of grow to fit their environment. I have never heard that, but that makes total sense.
0: I think it's true. I, I well, how about this? I believe it, therefore it's true. <laughs> and um, we're finding that that is true when it comes to goldfish. People were throwing them in ponds and lakes in Minnesota, Burnsville. They say about fifteen miles south of Minneapolis, and people have caught goldfish, yanked them out of the local lake. They're the size of footballs. <laughs> I'm not I mean, kidding when I say like that. They're, like, huge. They are monsters, and they're big goldfish. And they're saying, well, these are people that took their pet goldfish, threw it in the damn lake. I don't know over what period of time you come back, but now you have a Godzilla godfish. Okay,
3: oh, they,
1: you know what they did? They turned into koi, Right.
0: I don't think you can turn into a koi.
1: <laughs>
0: I think you have to be born koi. I don't think fish are allowed to self-identify as koi.
1: <laughs> they look like koi, I but, that's goldfish, yeah. but I was born a goldfish, but
0: I self-identify <laughs> as koi.
1: Yes, and they have become koi.
2: <laughs> the pond has helped them Jeez, become koi. You don't
0: really think I'm that funny, so stop. <laughs>
2: it's no, not that even... is the pronoun. Like, my pronoun is
3: I, I self-identify so, yeah, as a koi. Don't
2: even call them goldfish. They yeah <laughs> them They. I didn't even know yeah. that was a thing
0: but hold on they're saying they're taking over oh and that it's a bad thing that that there's they, they become like a pest in the in the water because yeah, they're not they're, they're not indigenous they're invasive. right
1: yeah I mean when you yeah. think about it so that here it's
2: like on the uh, certain-
0: football sized goldfish what? swing if you were swimming lane like a a elect- like
2: I'm a sorry. goldfish gang. I'm
0: minding my own business I'm swimming or whatever and a goldfish a size of a football comes swimming by i will walk on water i will yeah. levitate out of that place because that is like a horror movie
2: yeah i know will terrible. think of like that's the one i flushed down when i was a kid it's coming do back do do. to get me
0: Doadum. right, <laughs> right that's but hilarious.
1: it's the goldfish slash koi
0: Hey, let's uh, check in right now. Uh, going, going now to Plainfield, where I have no idea the size of the lakes or the goldfish, but I know Rob lives there. Rob, do you know what two songs DJ Cheese scrambled this morning?
4: Yes, I do. Hit he me. put it together for the Major League Baseball oh. doings out at Coors Field. Yep. We've got some center field married together with the All Stars. Yes! Ah! Winner winner! Ah baseball dinner
3: dinner, yeah yeah. good
0: job you got it well congratulations to you rob you nailed it and you got yourself a pair of tickets to go see james taylor and his all-star band with jackson brown at the united center thursday july 29th circle that date on the calendar because you're booked buddy thank you very much guys have a great day you as well have a better one for goodness sake look at the big stories that people are talking about tell you what i will kick things off that's going on in cuba Possibly a civil war, possibly a revolution happening as citizens have taken to the streets something you just don't see in that kind of a society. Wait to see how it's going to
2: play out, Cheese. Yeah, well, the FDA is warning of a potential rare nerve complication with the J&J coronavirus vaccine, and it is called... Guillaume barre Thank you. And it's mostly in men over fifty so far, they're saying so. Hmm. Judy?
1: Interesting. Duncan Keith has tweeted, thank you, Chicago. That's right, the Star Defenseman traded from the Blackhawks to the Oilers. Oh, no, well, no,
0: okay. My Lots aware. of changes going on.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, so uh amongst the group here, and let, I'm gonna drag Miranda into it. Uh I I live downtown. I live in Streeterville. Come for the pier. Stay for the tussle. We make fun of that, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm a streeter villain. I make Straight fun of that, up. right? Yeah. I, I'm just going to tell you right now, I have never felt unsafe or in danger. And I literally walk everywhere. Okay? Mm-hmm. This weekend, I counted it up. I counted it up. You walked a lot. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I walked 41,000 steps. No, 51,000 steps. Wow. Okay, it was like 22 miles or something like that. <laughs> Just walking, like, through the loop as well. You know, going to Buckingham Palace, walking over to the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. G- g- going out to Navy Pier, going down the magma. So I walk around. I've never felt unsafe. But our people, those of you that do not live downtown, do you have a perception that's, maybe this isn't a place you want to live? And how's that impacting real estate? Welcome to the show, Colette Conley with Compass Realty. Realty, thank you, Colette, for joining us today. Thank you. So, Good morning. You are. I'm going to say you're an expert. I might need to talk to you soon. An expert mm-hmm. in real estate because I'm right. Rent- I'm renting right now. Yeah. But I'm thinking about buying here in downtown. I had the impression that people were moving back into the city. But I also get a sense that some people might be hesitant to move back into the city with some of the headlines they see. What are you seeing as a real estate agent?
7: Well, I'm not seeing the hesitancy that the media is talking about quite a bit. In fact, I see the contrary. Okay. I looked at some numbers, and in the last quarter of 2019, before pandemic, Okay. In the Gold Coast, you know, Streeterville, sure. that area, there were 679 sales. Okay. The first part of this year, there's been 1,534. Wow. Way now, over a double.
0: I was going to say, that would, that would lead you to believe that if people are afraid to move downtown, it's not being borne out by sales.
1: But that, no. now again, that's downtown, which has always been safer, err. What about the neighborhoods, Colette? You know, what about when you branch out from
7: there a little bit? How are those numbers? They're even greater. I don't have the exact numbers, but from my experience and with the listings I've had, those are the properties that are just, everybody is uh, in bidding wars. They're going for over-asking because people are looking for more space, more outdoor space, more square footage inside, and- they kind of have to go out into the neighborhood. Yeah. So yeah. when you
1: do, your buyers ask you about the you know the crime rates, the violence. That's something. Sort of do they bring it up?
7: No, they really don't. And I'm talking about people coming in from out of town or back downtown from the suburbs, and people that live here. And my colleagues, we just yeah, we, we know it's a concern, and something has to be done, but everybody that lives downtown is kind of used to being careful and and smart i, yeah. I think with the carjacking to go off subject a no, no, bit, go ahead. i imagine that a large percentage of those are people sitting in their car on their phones everybody's on their phone talk they're about yeah they're phones. being distracted mm-hmm. not paying
0: attention no that was a big part of it no doubt about it we're talking to colette conley with compass realty so i, I have a question to you and and I was listening to your answer with with Judy about the neighborhoods suburbs, downtown city is there a migration going on or is it is it is, are we just moving the pieces around on the board? Are people moving back into the city? are they moving out to the suburbs, or are these people just passing each other on the freeway?
7: I think that there is both. I okay. think that there are a fair number of people moving into the city. Listen, it's a great city. We have everything. We have the lakefront. We have the art, culture. The restaurants are amazing. But then there's a lot of people that just last year, it was, I have got to have more (laughs) outdoors. I have got to have a home office. And a lot of people did go to the suburbs. The suburbs, they were on fire. Exploded, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, Colette, do you
7: also do rentals? I do. Um, my team member, Michaela Kavanaugh, does more of them, but I am working with somebody. Because like I hear that, that
1: is exploding as well in Chicago. I mean, I of course, I've got a 24-year-old. He was <laughs> telling me that he would show up at, at uh, rentals and there would already be 15 people there to see the exactly. same apartment.
7: Well, it makes sense. With interest rates at 3%. And because of the pandemic, prices didn't go up like they normally would have over mm. the course of a year. And rents are going up. So it all points to it makes a lot more sense to buy than to rent.
0: Okay. Uh, listen, it, it, it strikes me that, and, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, Colette mm-hmm. but have we ever seen a real estate market like this?
7: Well... <laughs> In 38 years, I've seen everything. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have to say yes.
0: (laughs) Okay. Fair
7: enough. uh, It
0: feels relatively unique. You know, there seems like I I keep hearing these stories that are just not the things you normally hear.
7: Correct. And I am in situations that I've been in before, you know, 07, Mm -hmm. crash and everything. Things were going for over asking and there were multiple offer situations. but. I, we bought the house I'm in now in '95, and there were eight offers the first day. So you know.
0: Okay. Okay. So, it, we've seen similar. I guess would be a good way to put it. Correct. Collette, thank you very much for your time today. We appreciate it.
7: My pleasure. Thank she, you. She's
0: Colette Conley with Compass Realty about our people. I'm going to use the. I'm going to say afraid to move downtown. Apparently not coming from Colette? Well, but not just from her. Look at the numbers. Yeah downtown condos are selling at a faster rate than 2019.
1: Not 2020, yeah.
0: 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So, if the narrative that people are looking to escape the city and they're afraid of roving gangs and carjack, it's not being borne out by the numbers where people are coming back and prices are going up for condos well, ain't wonder, going down. Yeah. because if 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 that was true if people were trying to quote escape the city well there'd be a hell of a lot of inventory right and the prices would be going down i can tell you someone who looks around even in my building prices are going down
1: nope nope mm. and there's no inventory and you know i think it's it's kind of a pro and con thing right that's what you would do when you're thinking about moving to somewhere or buying pros and cons and while that's a big con the violence yeah there are just got to be so many more pros to living in the city. Let's I look at it this it. way:
0: I live on the twenty-third floor. I don't think bullets go that high, so I'm good. That's why I look at
1: it. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so just stay in and don't ever venture <laughs> That's the way out. That's
0: why I look at yeah. it. Yeah,
2: I'll be fine. Unless you got a big gun.
0: Okay, now you now you got uh, me. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, but nobody's you got, got those. Me. No. Nobody. Again, shout out to the streeter villains out there. The rest of you streeter <laughs> villains, that listen: uh, I am one of you. We are
2: we are one. Yeah, street of We like a t-shirt. Ooh, that's, I know you needed to hashtag. and ha- Get a little, get Instagram. a little stand really? out there. You could sell hashtag them right, Instagram. Instagram, right on the right oh on the sidewalk. My God.
0: Make a mint! Thank you, million dollar idea. Sincerely appreciate, it. little Dave Joe. Right?
1: Listen, mm-hmm. can I give a shout out to our texters who are really smart? Okay, everyone. Uh, I can't tell you how many goldfish are carp. Yes, not koi.
0: No, they're different, different species.
1: I was just being coy.
0: Got it.
2: <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Nick. Thanks. I wasn't going to laugh Then that. Shit. Come on. Come
0: on. Um, would you knock out your neighbors? Are you one of those people? Have you ever seen... We can do a whole thing. Maybe we should. Are you, any of you subscribe to that, like, the Nextdoor app? There's two of them. There's Nextdoor and another one. Where it used to be there were a couple of busybodies in the neighborhood. Oh, I'm, sat, I'm
1: Mrs. Kravitz, for sure. Who sat at the front window... <laughs>
0: And you know, wrote down license plate numbers or whatnot. Yeah, and then all got together and said, "Can you believe what they're doing? Over there? These people, I believe." Right. So yeah. now they created technology. There's an app for that where people can get together and bitch about everything going on. Right. Um. It started fights. It's amazing. I mean, the Nextdoor app in and of itself is entertainment mm. just to watch these people sitting there complaining about everything under the sun, from you know what color your mailbox is painted to your damn kids riding their bikes. I et cetera, have. Et I,
1: I've been holding myself back for about a year now, not to complain about my neighbors. <laughs> I have. And by the way, three one two five nine one eight nine hundred, just in case you're one of you're like me. I am kind of Mrs. Kravitz. Like to know what's going on, but I don't want to. I'm not going to. Interfere in your personal life.
0: In California. In California. The state is asking you. Yes, you. Good citizen. <laughs> to knock out your neighbors. Being that they're having. And under drought conditions. They have had water restrictions. You're only mm-hmm. supposed to water a certain time. You know, you're, you're this that, and the other. But. Because they aren't out and about, driving up and down the streets looking for people. They want you to nark out your neighbor, call the hotline, and get Bill in trouble because he's out there watering the ferns.
1: Well, and if Bill got a nicer car than you last year, and it's really stuck in your craw, yeah, call that three one one anonymously.
0: This is how people get their houses burned down. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is this is how that happens, right? You want to start narking out at people in your neighborhood? You got to be careful. Guess what? They get thousands of complaints. They people thousands of people and you call.
1: Fine, the fines are
2: high.
0: Yeah. Oh, if I, if I knew you were the neighbor narking it out, oh, ah, uh, good luck. Yeah. You. We, I can break you from sucking eggs is the term I would use. I'll tell you what. You thought it was bad before?
1: Get ready. Even worse, I though. Will, I will
0: dream up medieval crap just to do to you.
1: Okay. Even worse is if you don't know who it is, right? Because then you're like, oh, yeah. was it you, Cheese? Yeah. Well, how about you, Bruce? The you know, Then you're looking for the culprit, and it's even worse. Well,
0: that's why the city recommends being neighborly and having a conversation with your neighbor before reporting it. How often do you think that's happening? Yeah, (laughs) no way. It's the busybodies and the people that should stay the hell out of my stay um, out of my life. Could you
1: get your trailer off your driveway, please?
0: No, hard no.
1: Okay, I'm going to call three one one.
0: Yeah, great. I'm going to park it in your driveway tomorrow. (laughs) Right on the lawn.
2: Pull it up on their lawn. That was
0: the thing. It's I. I I, I mean, it it just the whole concept. I. I I lived in a place that had an HOA, and I literally sold my house and moved. Uh, Because I was going to end up suing the HOA. I was just going to spend all my money. And they said, why do you keep, because my brother's a lawyer, why do you keep sending us things on legal documents? We have to give it to our lawyers to respond. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I go, that's not by accident. I go, you know all the money that you're sucking out of people for stupid things like where my gar- side of the the, the driveway my yep, garbage can yep. was on? I'm going to make you pay that in legal fees because I don't pay a nickel for my lawyer. This is amazing. I will break you i will but we'll no, go to the supreme I court HOA, watch yeah. I go, i'm that guy i'm yeah. that guy so i moved because i don't want anybody telling me what to do you i want
1: to what,
3: what had, I by the one? way
0: they had
1: a party when you moved fine with me <laughs> fine with
0: me i cost them thousands of dollars in legal fees just so i never paid one of their now you
1: know every suburb is like really like an hoa except you just don't so, well oh that's right we pay our taxes yeah i mean you can't do a lot of things and there is, we're talking just by living in. Okay, right. You're not supposed to do it. I mean, there are a lot of. Like, living, what are you, What
0: are you not supposed I mean, you to do? You can't
1: not cut your lawn. You can't throw your you know garbage in the your front yard. You have to maintain your property. I can
0: throw it in the neighbor's front yard. You
1: can, yeah. and that might get you the one that's been stitching. Well. The yeah, one that's been the stitching. Yeah. <laughs> Just it make just, just you make just sure I don't have anything that
0: retraces yeah. back to me yeah, bit, I, right don't don't throw out your mail.
1: Villages kind of acts the suburbs kind of have their 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 own HOA. They they there are you know rules. I think you they're going to get
0: follow. people killed in California if you're going to have neighbor on neighbor snitching over who's watering their plants. You're going to kill people.
3: Well, if they do I, that you're going to go
0: from road jerk? rage who's to plant rage. Oh.
1: Who's the jerk watering his lawn when nobody else is and there's a water shortage and everyone knows it? I mean that guy's the jerk, right? There's should always be one watering it. If every if they're saying everyone can serve water, you know, do your part.
0: You're only supposed to run sprinklers on certain days or uh they say you know, you do repair if you have a leak, like a leaking Faucet outside your house or this, that, and the other. Here's the only thing I get with. It's only what you see. It gets back to the ridiculousness of it because this person could have their shower running 24 hours a day and be flushing their toilet every 30 seconds and you're angry that the guy was out there with a garden hose sprinkling some things. Yeah. Get over it. Get over it. Yeah. God, another reason not to live in California again. Swear to goodness, there would be houses burning down left and right. I'm just going to tell you. By the you. way,
1: we have a really big lake here, so go ahead. You can... You can water, of water your plants. Water your plants that you have there in your plenty
0: of window. water. And it rains for God's sakes, right? <laughs> every day, according
1: to you, well, it does around. It rained already this morning on yeah, me I as did. I was coming
0: in. So add that to the number of days with rain.
1: What do you say? Chance of rain every day. Every
0: single day, there's a chance of rain. I don't care what the I don't care what the forecast is. There's always a chance of rain. Happy Taco Tuesday to you. It's taco
1: every day for me. There is that. <laughs> yes, if you I can't are, get enough tacos. yeah,
0: yeah you, Every day is Taco Tuesday. If you just put your mind to it, right? Yeah, if it's you just not that hard. Commit yourself, uh, you could do it. Uh, and we have some special guests with us today.
8: I- I'm going to start with uh, Daniel Moso, owner of El Sabor Poblano. Thank you for having me around. Um, I- it's uh, my pleasure being here with you guys. Tell us uh, a little bit about about your place. Yeah, so we've started out as a small uh, um, business, uh, just basically as a uh, street vendor. A uh, small cart just selling quesadillas and um Pombazo, which is basically like another version of a torta but a street food um, mm-hmm. torta. Uh then uh, eventually um, we got all the good feedback from uh, from all the guests that um was you know buying sure. from us and eventually we grew the idea of um why not um start a whole business out of it and yeah. uh, make it bigger and um you know expand it. So uh based on the feedback that we were getting um we decided to go for it um even though in in the area of Rogers Park um we were competing against a lot of other uh Mexican restaurants there's a lot like, of them there correct and uh, it was it was definitely um uh challenging for us sure. uh we definitely had a you know brainstorm a lot and um come up with ideas that um Rogers Rogers Park needed to see something mm-hmm. new something fresh um something that we needed to bring to the table and um it looks like um based on the feedback from the community it looks like it's uh it's going really well
1: So what what is different about your place?
8: Uh so we've uh focused more on single villages around um, Puebla which are more uh specifically uh, tied on to single uh, small towns uh that are more indigenous food uh, more uh fresh uh, uh ingredients that are pretty much uh highlighted through our um dishes
0: yeah because i i you know I, I lived in the southwest so i my exposure to mexican food primarily more of the sonora chihuahua more of the northern mexico but you guys have things on your menu Th- yes. That span all of Mexico. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying uh, the things. I'm like, I, I don't think I've seen those before. <laughs> that isn't something I would have run into. T- t- get take me on a little bit of a tour around Mexico as to some of the different styles of food you might run yeah, into.
8: Definitely. So, um, Puebla is uh, mainly located more in the south central of Mexico. So we focus more on southern south cuisine or styles of uh, dishes. So we mm-hmm. pr- have a uh, basically our um, start of the um, menu, which is our picaditas, which are known all over uh, Puebla. It's pretty much a handmade corn tortillas. uh, Pretty straightforward with cheese, sour cream, and uh, onions in Mm -hmm. there. Top it up with your favorite salsa. And, you know, something you you pick up to go for breakfast with the nice hot champurrado, which is a liquidy, um, um, pretty much a liquidy hot chocolate with raw sugar, cane sugar, uh, masa, which you make your corn out of uh roasted sugar uh cinnamon and that's basically it and there's you know no dairy and also. So like a pudding Fling kind of thing uh, it, it's it, like in a way in it? it's it's definitely uh has a lot of body to it uh, yeah. nice and mm. thick in there uh sweet uh has a nice spicy uh notes from the cinnamon uh so it's it's definitely a, a nice wow. warmy uh uh um drink to warm yeah. up the body mm. during the right and it's, so,
1: so it's, yeah that sweetness that's different for me when I think of
8: right, Mexican so we food. use uh raw sugar cane sugar that um there's this town in Puebla called I de Matamoros where pretty much where they um where to the big factory of sugarcane or brown oh. uh, sugar, and so a lot of so a lot that. of uh, menu
0: items from there are reflective of correct what's coming out of that play that makes correct. a lot of sense, and that's it so. You do tacos, though, don't you? Yes. I mean, is it possible to have a Mexican restaurant <laughs> in Rogers Park, by the way, that doesn't serve tacos? It's not possible, it's, is it's it? It's really not. No, it's, it's hard. There'd be a fight so at the front door. I right? <laughs> Yeah,
8: I don't think you would, Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you want to mess with uh, with that. You uh, don't want to. Role. Yeah, definitely. No, you well, problems. you know
1: what else you do that a lot, some places don't? I'm always looking for tamales
8: yes like, mm-hmm. i
1: love tamales and <laughs> so are yours just kind of the standard ones are they in the corn
8: husk so we do we do have uh, our standard tamales but we also do special ones that we uh they're really um native to us there we uh basically serve with uh, our moles which are mm-hmm. one of our main dishes or something that Puebla is known for for their moles uh so we have these two different tamales one of them is um, named uh, tamal de ceniza, which pretty much translates into uh, a with of ashes. This literally means there are ashes in there, <laughs> but the uh, there's this uh, indigenous uh, 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 ingredient called teteshquite, which okay. is basically uh, a mineral salt that was uh, used before table salt. So mm. we use that to give that, that earthy, ashy flavor wow. to the tamal. And we also grow our own hoja santa, which is uh, an herb. Uh we use that to um, give it at nice. So, story, um, I've heard crazy. about 80
2: words that I've never heard
8: before. <laughs> 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 Can
3: I give you another
8: one?
3: <laughs> I was
0: today years old when I learned that the singular for tamales is tamal. Yeah.
8: Tamal? Yes. I, I to the
3: tamale.
1: tamale. I'm gonna remember. It's a that. Yeah, when I go in, I'm gonna be so cool. I'll I have did a, not tamale. No, no. Not a tamale It's not tamale. So. yeah, here's the problem. I never have a tam. Yeah. I have
3: tamale. <laughs> there is a tam yeah. having the portals. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Along those lines,
0: there is something pretty cool happening down there and uh, and and in Rogers Park. And we wanted to talk about that as well. So joining us, she's in studio with us as well, is Carolina Juarez, uh, Business District Manager at Rogers Park Business Alliance. You are here because oh, the
5: taco crawl. Yes.
0: That's I... a thing. A taco crawl is a thing.
5: I know. It is a thing. And it's a really much bigger thing at Rogers Park because... Yeah. Um, we are promoting this event because we are, we have 17 restaurants. <gasps> really? So. It brings tears to my eyes. A ticket gets you 17 tacos. <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> and speaking of
5: tickets. That's breakfast. Yeah. Yes. Um. You're sold out. We are sold out. It's sold out. It's yes. sold out. But. But.
0: We have free, we have free tickets. away?
5: Yes. We are giving we you... We know people. We, yeah. are, we are giving you four tickets. All right. We set aside four tickets, especially for you. Gracias. Um, you wonderful listeners. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, tell you what, if you would like to go to the Taco
5: Crawl... It's... uh. It's on um, Thursday, July Thursday. 15th from yeah. 3 to 7 p.m. 3 to 7. Um, You just go to the registration at 7056 North Clark. Pick up your, what we're calling a Passport. Got ticket.
0: got it um your taco passport yeah. which sounds fantastic oh in yeah, and right? of itself. Yeah. <laughs> if you would like to join if you would like to go on the taco crawl this thursday 312-591-8900 uh we will give you a pair of passes Who doesn't Wait, like you tacos? have to at
1: least answer a question you have to tell us what the singular of tamales is okay
0: fair enough it's tamale we if just learned it. it's tamale i just i literally just learned it's tamale <laughs> 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 i had no idea boy my spanish is horrific mm. i really need yeah, to work yeah. on that so well it, listen it sounds like a fantastic event it sounds like a like a, you got your own restaurant row going down there yes, right? you we you, do. can, you can really it's built itself up in that sense right. where you have a variety of places people can go mm. and and as we we've learned just a, you can you can taste food from all around mexico that that yes. there are Regions. Not every
5: taco is the same. Well, but, no. that,
0: but see, I knew that in my head, but I admit that maybe you don't realize it until you're presented with the options mm-hmm. in front of you. Right? Yeah. That's
5: the point of the event: is to showcase every individuality of all the taquerias on Clark Street. All right, seventeen of them. 17, yeah. 17, 17 there's of, of them 17 more that's it's just 17 right. Those participating. Are the ones participating oh yeah. no wow. there's more yeah. <laughs> i saw that
0: there are more Let's start
1: with the first 17 17 of them are participating in the taco
0: crawl and uh the Rogers Park Business Alliance putting that together thank you very much that is a fantastic event and uh, uh exciting to be a part of carolina we appreciate your time.
5: Thank you so much for having us.
0: Daniel, thank you. Thank you. Guys. Yeah,
8: we learned a lot uh, from Awesome. Yeah. We, we learned a
0: lot about, about the food from Puebla uh, and El Sabor Poblano. Yeah, definitely. Not bad. Is my my accent know It's It's a little like a gringo. A little bit. I'm working on on rolling my arms a little (laughs) bit later. Okay? So we really appreciate you guys being in here. Thank you for joining us on a Taco Tuesday. Love it. As, boy, never ever have we more been. We're we're still eating tacos in here. Happy Taco Tuesday to you. Bruce, Judy, and cheese with you. Again. Happy Taco Tuesday.
3: Yeah. Mm.
0: And uh, uh, a special thanks again to our, our getting foodie, uh, Daniel Mosso, owner of El Sabor Poblano.
1: Did yeah.
2: Daniel okay. strike you as being kind Show of... off. Kind of
0: young to own a restaurant.
2: Very yeah. young to own a restaurant.
0: Yeah, Quite the but entrepreneur. He
1: knew what he was talking. Oh, about. Oh no,
0: he, right? I, I, that he wasn't spoke. a slam. I was like straight it up, was a Every, he every stuff, yeah.
1: village he named in Mexico had yeah. fifteen names. <laughs> like I, was, I was like, are you, still, are you talking about the village? Or are you I still think talking he's
0: in, Spanish? in Spanish? I'm going to go oh, on yeah, a limb there. I think it, yeah. so. The, uh, I hope they have a wonderful time at the taco crawl. And so Rogers much Park. we don't
2: know about tacos.
0: Man. There is like right, Plural of tamal. The singular of tamales is tamal. You swear to God, was today years old. Yeah. Never knew
2: it.
0: Had no idea. <laughs> um, I just wanted to you know, recap a little bit that there was, a, I think it's a relatively important meeting that happened at the White House yesterday, where Chicago's top cop, Superintendent Brown, was part of a group that met with President Biden. A group that it seems, uh, a group of mayors and law enforcement officials around the country, are looking for some sort of help from the federal government. What would that help look like? Mayor Lightfoot. Mayor Lightfoot gave us a little bit of a, a clue to that. Okay, and 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 I, I realize it sounds good to say that, and this does not mean that's I will criticize Mayor Lightfoot all day long. Okay. They're currently here and they're currently working. What would you like them to do differently? Do we need more of them? Do you want them to do something different from what the ATF, the FBI, the DEA are doing every day of the week? I mean, they are working now. It's yeah. not like it's like, well, you know, what we need here in Chicago is a DEA. And then you, there's a whole office building over here. The <laughs> guy's going, what do we, chop liver? <laughs> we say, it says DEA on our jackets. What are you talking about? We're here. We're working. We're We're doing these things. So what does that mean, necessarily? Superintendent Brown, who was at the meeting... You know, earlier on the show, and you can go back and listen to it on the podcast, uh, seven o'clock hour, right at the top. We talked to, uh, to Gary McCarthy. Yeah. A guy who sat in that same, same chair, same office as Superintendent Brown. And, and he made the point that they do something now that there, there is, there are playbooks out there. There are cities and law enforcement agencies who are having success, even with rising crime rates, quote, nationally, they are doing things. And so I would hope that there is a, what's the term, best practices. You could learn from other law enforcement agencies. Well, well, how are you guys dealing with this? Yes, Chicago might be bigger than insert their city here, but there has to be some sort of shared knowledge. And if nothing else came out of that meeting, then Superintendent Brown learning about how other cities are dealing with violent crime, robberies, burglaries, etc., maybe it'll be a success from that alone.
1: Yeah, well, something has to be done right and something now and now, now not something five yeah, years about, from now when the program yeah. works we're yeah. done talking about it that's yeah. i think what the gist of this was done talking what are we doing right now tomorrow what's going to start
0: without a doubt it might be one of the reasons why you think we're going to hell in a handbasket don't worry judy says she can restore your faith in humanity
1: well nothing says summer like a taco or <laughs> like a lemonade stand but a team from aurora has taken her stand to a whole new level. Savannah Crooks hosted her 10th annual lemonade stand last weekend to collect and donate money to her local food pantry. Now, it all started when she was 7 years old. She wanted to help fund a local cancer research program. Since then, she has hosted her lemonade stand for the past 10 years. She recently collected money to donate to the Marie Wilkinson Food Pantry. She says she likes the feeling it gives her, and it also makes her feel good when people donate, too. Now, last summer, Crooks donated, uh, collected that is, about twenty five hundred dollars for the food pantry, and of course, she did donate it to the pantry. That stand that appears for just a few days every summer has netted sixty four hundred dollars to date. Now, during her first year, she collected like one fifty, and then one seventy five the following year, two hundred four the third year. It just kept increasing. She credits the growth to more awareness in the community as well as strong support from the local fire and police departments Mm. some years the police department just handed her an envelope that they had collected at the office yeah so savannah's going off to college next year wants to hand off the baton as well step up someone in aurora
0: they will that is that is is restoring faith in humanity isn't it outstanding hey we also thank you guys uh, for spending some time with us today we certainly appreciate it we also appreciate the work that uh, MG and the posse do over there in Mission Control. They hit all the buttons and yeah, things Brett's work. Yeah, Brett's there.
2: Brett's there today. The MG's right on vacation. There. Shut the front door. Yeah, finally.
0: I don't know these. I can't even see these people. I know. <laughs> could I, there's be no robots. window. Could I have be no idea There's no camera. AI. I'll take your word that Brett's there. Okay, he is there. We had picture day here and Brett brought a suit coat. <laughs> I can't wait to see that picture.
1: That's
2: going to be a great one.
0: Yeah. It's going to look good like good Brett's too. a defendant in court.
1: A suit coat and shorts, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Ah, ah.
0: Also, uh, infant producer Miranda on the other side of the double-pay bulletproof list, doing all of her work. DJ Cheese working the ones and twos. You, sir. And Nick Gale. Uh, not going anywhere. Don't worry. He'll continue to keep you updated on all the breaking news stories, the, the traffic, the weather, the information you need to know to get through your Tuesday, your Taco Tuesday. Mm. It's all coming up next right here on 890 WLS.